All right, man. Yeah, you know, you're talking about you start talking about Halloween. Here's my issue with yeah. the Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. And the new one? Well, I haven't seen the newest one. Okay. It's done by Rob Zombie, right? No, it's not. Okay. The new one is actually the weird part about it is so rather Rob Zombie ones were literally remakes. Um, but the new one is it is a actual sequel to the very first one. Yeah. Okay. Well here. Okay. So how many, how many did Rob Zombie do? He did two, two. Okay. Here's what I didn't get with the Rob Zombie ones because the, the old, the old Halloween's I liked, mm-hmm. um, I liked the first one, second one. I don't, think i'll watch the one with buster rhymes in it or you know where it got stupid probably oh yeah um but then i want i was like i gotta watch the rob zombie one and if you look back at the other the other the, the original halloweens it was like this guy was maybe like a possessed by a demon and couldn't be killed type of thing you know what i'm saying like it was like oh man well the rob zombie one starts off when he was a little kid and how yes, he, yes. he was messed up, and he was—he was just a normal kid. <laughs> and then at the end of the first movie, he gets shot like five, seven times, point blank range with a freaking Magnum handgun that'll stop an elephant. And uh, <laughs> somehow there's a second movie. I'm like, this—he should be dead. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so we'll see. So okay, so that, that's like, okay. Why, so that's so the the interesting part about and this is this is. This is the only exception that I would ever give. Um, <laughs> in in other in other horror films, let's say it's like The Witch, or it's like um, Hereditary, or it's like you know whatever. I would never think if somebody got shot in one of those, they're dead. Okay, but if you're talking about something like. <sighs> Jason or Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger or those that's the exception because you're expecting them not to die right you're expecting them if they get shot they're not really going to die you know um because it's that's kind of the boogeyman the yeah. boogeyman you know what i mean so i think it's kind of like a, a mythological creature right it's like kind of like that it's like this you can't really kill it you it, know it's yeah. there it's just hard for me to to because you saw him grow up as a kid to see him right. like he's a normal kid and then he grows up to this big huge guy that has mental issues obviously going on right. people and then he gets i'm like i'm like he sh- there should not have been a second one he's he died he should have died but um, well, there was a second one, I think, because the studio signed him a contract to do two. To do two, so I think he's he's like okay. Yeah, uh, I think the cool part about this this last one is this last one was co-produced with Wes Craven, who's the creator of Halloween. Um, I want to see it, the new one. Um, yeah, and I heard it's really good. I heard that that um, what's her name? Uh, God, what's her name? I know what you're trying to. Do. The, I know the lady you're talking about. I just can't think of her name either. 
Uh, Curtis. Mm. What is her name? Curtis, Curtis, Curtis. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie. Anyway, there you go. So, so she, she is in there, and yeah, I, I mean, people say she does an excellent job. Like it's a really good Halloween film. So I was like, okay, good. And they they kept that old feel, which is nice. I don't like when there's too much going on or there's too much CGI or there's BS jump scares where I'm like, what the heck? Like, come on, that's stupid. But um, it's kind of like, you know, like they're doing the, the, another Chucky. I was like, no, I don't understand. Yeah, they're doing another Chucky. Um, I'm like, okay, guys, come on. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just like, I don't like to see movies remade to just make them, you know, like the, like, I think the cinema world has destroyed Texas Chainsaw Massacre at this point. Um, unfortunately, they've made so many of them. It's ridiculous and laughable because um, the first one was so good. It's so good that why in the heck would you ever mess with that? But, um, you know, and the first one works so well because it was so, it was an 80s film. Like, it just looked, I mean, like, I'm going to say, like, it's an 80s or or late 70s, but it looks so good because it's so old and it's so gritty. And it's just like, you could tell it had no budget. You know, it's just a really good put together film because you see this house in the middle of nowhere texas which can happen i mean there's there's <laughs> little there's vast, vast areas of nothing like where you could see like one house and you're going uh, that's probably where that would be um you know so that's what made that movie really cool because i'm like oh gosh there's places there's like places where that could probably happen <laughs> there's a there's a new Scary movie out, or it's coming out. I think I don't know if it's out already. It's called Us. Have you seen the previews for that? I think isn't it a is it a Spike Lee movie, or is it the that oh, what the guy who made um, Get Out? It's the guy who made Get Out, mm-hmm. and um, we actually he's a comedian, right? Uh, he he's on Comedy Central. He is that Peel um, Jordan Peel? Yeah, yeah, he's funny. He's real funny, but he. Uh, this one actually looks pretty creepy, man. Uh, you seen that? You saw previews, right? Yes. Yeah, it is. Uh, it looks pretty creepy. They they move into the new house, and then there's like a family standing in their driveway, and they're like, "What? The, you know, you you know, the guy goes out. He's like, you want to get crazy?" And it's them. They find out it's actually them, and it, it's it's like you got to kill yourself. It's insane. It's insane. But it actually looks pretty creepy. Did you see Get Out? By the way, I never saw Get Out. We actually bought it before we before we saw it. Um, it won a bunch of awards, uh, and it was okay. Um, I wouldn't say it was amazing. It wasn't bad, but it was decent. I mean, it was okay movie. I thought it was overhyped a little bit, um, but um, it's definitely weird. Um, yeah. Definitely a weird movie. I don't know if you want me to tell you the ending, but. Uh, um, maybe let you borrow it sometime. Yeah, we, we bought it for cheap, and uh, it, it was pretty good. But it was it was weird as well. 
And then, uh, do you remember I told you about? Okay, so remember I was telling you about the movie The Witch. Yeah. So the guy who made that movie, he is making a current day, uh, or he's redoing. I don't know. He may be redoing it or remaking it, but he's remaking uh, Nosferatu. The old and I've watched that movie. I've watched that silent film. It was on Netflix, I think. And um, it's that I don't know if you've ever remember seeing an old. If you Google Nosferatu, you can see the actor, and it's creepy. He looks creepy. <laughs> um, it's that that kind of like kind of long nose, you know, kind of like you know long fingers kind of look. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's a very classic classic look. And he's making that. And I thought, you know, I was like, that's kind of a weird thing to do. And when I think about it, I'm like, oh, you know what? He made the witch, though. And the witch played with sounds. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't a lot of dialogue in the witch. Yeah. But it, what, what was there was impactful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was really, really, he, he did a good job with that movie. And I'm like, oh, he was have you seen The Quiet Place? No, I want to. <laughs> we watched it. We watched it in theaters. Yeah, man, it's a good movie. It's uh, it's, it's like insane. It's exactly what you're talking about about the music and sound and how every because you're sitting in this theater and it's quiet and then they make a sound and you're and like everyone's like <gasps> and it, like every sound makes you jump because it's like oh my gosh it's actually done really really well um and it's it's it i thought it was a good movie to see in a theater that's what we we were like oh we gotta see this in theater um to get everyone's reaction but it is a really good movie um, um I, so I know this is going to sound crazy, but going off a different, not a different direction, but away from the horror film. So how do you feel about the guy who wrote Ready Player One? He is not remaking, but he's rebooting which is a difference. I didn't know that, but there's a difference. The Matrix. What? Yes. Well, I'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind, Jeff. What? I have not seen all Matrixes. Oh, what? (laughs) No, I've seen the first two. I've never watched the third one. Oh, you didn't watch the third one? Okay, because I knew we watched the first two. I remember you and I watched one of them, and then we we watched the first one. We watched the first one together, yeah. Um, and, then, uh, and then we watched the second one. I think watched the second one in Colorado. I think when I came to visit, maybe I, I need to sit down. I need to really sit down and watch all three of them uh, again. But the, the, third one, it, huh? is, the third one is really interesting because it, the, it's the main fight. It's the big fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, so, I, never, I never, I never saw Ready Player One either yet. I want to. I just haven't. Uh, it's really good. I think it's really cool. It's really innovative. It seems like a cool movie, um, and I think it was you telling me about it was the inspiration. You can tell the inspiration was the Matrix. <clears throat> oh, yeah. there's a lot of pop culture in it. There's even they did uh, movie posters for it, and there's a movie poster mock movie poster of and the characters are all dressed up like the Matrix. It's like a recreation of the Matrix poster. Nice, it's really cool. 
Um, so yeah, he, so anyway, um, but yeah, the third matrix, it's like the big fight in Zion. It's so cool. But, um, he's rebooted anyway. So yeah, he's going to reboot him. He's writing the script and the screenplay now. And somebody asked him, they said, well, wait, why would you remake the matrix? He's like, I'm not remaking it. I'm rebooting it. They said, what are you talking about? And he was like, well, I'm basically going to be writing a new story in that world. I was like, ha, ha, ha. I was like, okay, this is cool. If you can do it good and pull it off, I think uh, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. I think so, dude. I think it's if done right, that could bring the series back. That could bring the Matrix series back. Obviously, it won't have Neo in it, I don't think. It may not have Morpheus, or it may have Morpheus. I don't know. Um, But it's such a vast world. You could do anything, if you think about it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because we we only heard Neo, Trinity, uh, Morpheus. We only know that story. There's a bunch of other stories in that whole world. Yeah, he could tell so much and do so much with, yeah. and if done right, like you said, it it could be more matrixes. Um, you brought it's up, exciting. yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Um, you brought up Spike Lee's name earlier, and he the the newest movie he made was Black Klansman. Um, yes, on which is based on a real. I think it's a real story. Yeah, it's based on a true story, and we actually. Well, here's what pissed me off. We went to watch it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, we rented it, and we could only get through half. We got through like not even halfway through, and we had to go. We had to start bedtime. We we went to bed, and the next day we went to watch it, and it said it was timed out. And it, but it's I was like, what? We didn't even have it for full forty-eight hours or twenty-four hours. I think they give you forty-eight hours to watch it. Yeah, it should be forty-eight hours. And it, yeah, we couldn't get it. I was like, "That's great." We we rented half of, and watched half of it, and from what we saw, it was decent. But we didn't get we didn't get enough into it to really get an opinion. It's weird. Um, but it seemed to be cool. Um, um, there's another movie that came out or is coming out or came out. I'm not sure. I forget the name of it, but it's another movie where the leader of the KKK basically um, is fighting against the, the fighting against to keep the school segre- segregated back in the day, black and white, and keep them separated. And then he, it goes in to show how he like changes his mind um, and how he um, he starts, I guess, liking African American people or black people or whatever. And um, this seems pretty interesting. I watched I watched a documentary. Um, I don't remember where it was. Maybe it was HBO. I don't remember. Maybe it was Netflix. It was a guy. It was a it was a guy, black guy, and he he was his whole goal was he wanted to meet with upper upper ranked or high ranked clan people. And he met him and talked to him, and he actually developed friendships with some of them, which is really interesting. And they ended up leaving the clan. Isn't that weird? Uh, so, uh, um, so he said, and somebody asked him, why would you even do that? They don't like it. He said, yeah, but in order for them to understand me, I have to understand them. 
Yeah. So that's interesting. That's where, yeah. So when, once he did that, he has, he opened his, this, this door, this room, and he opened it. And there were like, he's like, you see the row here of like 10 hoods and cloaks. Those are all the people, the, the people that I've talked to that had, that were high rank clan members. And that's their stuff. And they're no longer in the clan. I was like, dang. So they did that because they realized that actually he was the good guy. And he understood. He didn't attack them. See, that was the thing. He didn't sit there and he just he didn't want to fight them and, you know, whatever. He just wanted to talk. Hmm. You know, and he said, Where, why, why are you the way you are? And they talked and then he said the way he was and why he thought the way he thought. And they kind of developed this dialogue so i was like it's a really cool documentary and then you think he went to what is it called yeah man i'd have to find it i I don't remember the name i'd have to find it but i'll let you know it's really good um that sounds interesting but he talked to he talked to a young group of 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 black kids and they were like got mad at him and they're like, why would you do that? And, blah, and there's no, there's no trying to understand them. So he, it's like, that's not how you think get things done, though. You see, like you can't no. be angry all the time. So, which is you can't pretty interesting. Hate with hate, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, <laughs> right. I mean, it. You know, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting documentary. I watched it and I was like, wow, that's really cool. We watched. I did, I did finish those Ted Bundy tapes. Um, oh yeah, I sat down and watched them, and they were good. Um, I'm glad I did. And here's the people that let him escape out of that courtroom window. Oh god, idiots! <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are morons. The thing is, is you have to understand. This is what the 80s, 70s. Yeah. Like these people, you couldn't get away with nearly that much stuff, dude. Like today, it's that would be almost impossible. Yeah. So, I mean, the second you left, you would have been caught. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Within days. You wouldn't. Yeah. It, 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 uh, man, it, it was a good one. I, I um. He got. He got. He what? Escaped twice. Killed more people before he went yeah. back. Escaped twice. I don't remember how he got caught the second time. Well, they're making they're making a movie. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't know about, I don't know about that one. They're making a movie, and it is what whatever you make a movie. If it's good, it's good. I'll probably watch it. Um, but everyone's pissed because um, who's 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 the guy who acted in it? What's his name? Um, Zac Efron. Yes, and I actually like him as an actor. I do, and um. Everyone's mad because they're like, oh, he's because Zach Efron, you know, most women like him. He's, he's a good looking man, whatever. So yeah. everyone's pissed because they're like, they're making the, they're making him, you know, seem, they're like idolizing him and he's a good looking man and blah, blah, blah. And, and that's, I'm like, that's not, that's not what they're doing, but that was part of, of him that this was a guy. Yeah, it was part of the story. It was part of this is a guy that could um, manipulate anybody. Basically, right. this is a guy that was he had come a killer. 
yeah, he was a good-looking man. He went to college. Everyone, you know, he was a smart guy. So it didn't seem like this is, you know. So that he was seemed to, He seemed to be religious, I think, or he joined the LDS Church. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, and he, um, so that was part of why he was so good at killing people, I guess. Um, yeah. No one suspected him, and and so that was part of that's part of it. And everyone's mad. I'm like, that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and we watched uh, somebody, they did the same thing. There was a show that came out that was talked that was uh, about Charles Manson. And uh, it had. We watched that too. Huh? We watched that too, I think, about it. It was a documentary about his cult. No, no, no. Uh, Which one? You talking about the, the, the Roshnish? No. You're not talking about the cult in Oregon? No. This is um maybe got the guy mixed up. What's his name? What Charles Manson? Charles Manson. What did Charles Manson do? Well well he's known for the Tate the Tate and LaBianca murders is what he's known for. Yeah, where he, he got a cult and they killed he killed random people in Hollywood. Sharon Tate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what there's a documentary on that and about his cult and oh, okay. so good at getting I haven't cool. seen so they did a TV show. And I think it was on ABC. And it was the who's the guy who was the main dude in X Files? Um, his name David. Oh, David something. Yes, I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of the name. Anyway, he's in it, and a bunch of other people. And it's about it's it's not just about Charles Manson, but it's also about just the the seventies and sixties and this. You know, um, it talks about the race war and or not just just race in general and, and of other topics, you know, obviously. Well, I remember the news were like, they are making Charles Manson look like a sex icon. And I'm like, wait, what? what? I'm like, wait a minute. That was the lure behind him because he was this hippie, you know, uh, dude who could woo young teenage girls and young 20 year old girls with LSD like that was the whole <laughs> That's, yeah and he would tell them, he would tell them all these things like he was a guru you know what I mean back in the 60s back in the 70s people would believe the outside thinking of you know that kind of stuff and not question it because it was like wow I mean seems to know what he's talking about you know what i mean so, <laughs> yeah and i'm like it's like i think that i'm like that was the whole thing behind that i mean i, I mean what are you what are you wanting like you, you want him to look like uh you know a tatted up guy with a beard yeah, like, that, yeah. That, that wouldn't make any sense you know like he he was he was a hippie you know yeah. he, he put in himself into that culture and then Back in back then, there were a lot of little subgroups like that where it was like people would say they were a prophet, or people would say that they were a messiah, you know, and uh, groups would believe it and they would kind of run around, yeah, you know, yeah. and live off the land, and you know what I mean. And so they would just kind of that was the thing, and he fit that mold. And There's people a- even sat there and said, you know, there were women that were out there like Charles Manson, he's not meeting that. Mark. 
you know, and they were not even part of the group. Yeah. So just like, that's, that's kind of, I mean, some of the people that were like that, they, they, that's what lured them in. You take a look at, you know, BTK and he was a religious guy, a dad. He would take his kid to soccer games or to sporting events when he was at home every day and he was part of the Cub Scout leader, whatever. And yeah, I think he was a youth minister or not a youth minister. He was a, a like a big high leader or whatever in his church, but he was BTK. You know what I mean? Like yeah. The most evil, you know, person you could ever imagine. You know, it was ridiculous. There's, so. uh, there's, um, there's a, uh, another documentary, Jeff. You have to watch it. If you haven't, if you heard of it, it's, it's called, um, Abductive in Plain Sight. I keep hearing about that. Oh my gosh, Jeff. So the other day I'm on Facebook and I, I saw it on Netflix. I was like, ah, I'll watch it eventually. And, <laughs> My buddy Ryan Reed posted, what the hell, what the hell, what the hell, except with the F word. And I said, I said, what is this show about? He's like, he said, just watch it and then just watch it and you'll know what I'm, you'll, then you'll know what my post is. All of a sudden you turn it on and it's like, this is a documentary about Brian Watson. It's like, what the <laughs> No, dude, I will, me and my wife watched it. It's an hour and a half, and it is – I don't even know how to explain it. My head exploded with how f- ignorant these parents were. Ignorant, Jeff. Dumb as hell. All right, I'm going to break it down to you in a nutshell. So basically, there's this couple, and it was back in the day where no one believed anybody could do any wrong, you know? Right. And that's something they kept saying of these parents kept saying, well, no one could do that. You know, I don't want to hear it. If it, Their kind of mentality was, well, if, if, if you're going to tell me something bad, I don't want to hear it. So basically they, they, they live in this house and this new couple moved in and this guy would always come to their house and he was a really friendly guy and yada, yada, yada. And they're like, well, he kept, he kept paying special attention to our eight year old daughter. Like, they were like, it was kind of creepy and annoying, you know? And this guy, like, would show special attention to their one daughter and and just take pictures of her all the time. And it eventually ends up kidnapping her. And he, they call him, his nickname's B, okay? They call him B. And so... <laughs> He comes up to the house. He's like, hey, I was going to go uh, out camping with, uh, I forget her name. We'll call her, we'll call her, I don't know. We'll call her, um, what do you want to call her, Jeff? We'll call her Sandy, okay? She's like, I'm here to take Sandy. I want to go camping with Sandy. And she's like, okay, we'll just have her back before dinner. <laughs> they give this They give this girl, their, their daughter, to this guy to go camping in the woods by himself. <laughs> First of all, me and, my, me and my wife look at each other, what the hell is wrong with these motherfuckers? So they go, and, they, and he, he kidnaps her. They're gone. 
And um, they wait two weeks, Jeff. Oh, my gosh. To call the police. <laughs> well, we thought that. They no, think no. something bad happened. There's, no, there's no way he could kidnap her. <laughs> and, um, like, I don't want to get too far into it because I really – you need to watch it. You need you're going to call me up and go, what in the hell? Yeah. Basically, kidnaps. Yeah, no, I'm going to stop there because I don't want to give away. You have to watch it. So I got back on. I, I told Ryan, I go, I'll, I'll let you know what when I watch it. Oh, I got back on there and was like, I understand this post completely. I'm My mind is blown on how ignorant these fools were. You have to watch Please. it, Jeff. It's an hour and 30 minutes. It's worth it. I'll definitely watch it. There's some. Um, Oh, there's a show. There's a show called. There's an episode of Locked Up Abroad that Allie and I watched one time. It was the most insane episode of Locked Up Abroad I've ever seen in my life. Nothing will ever top it. <laughs> I'm serious. It was the most insane. What, so this what channel is that? Come on, by the way. Uh, TLC, maybe. I don't remember. Locked Up Abroad, or is it? Is this the Love one? No, no, no. Locked Up Abroad is like get locked up overseas you know yeah. so this dude so this dude went went on a vacation trip with his friend and his wife and kid oh shit he went to where where'd they go thailand so they go to thailand and all of a sudden this dude gets woken up in the middle of the night with guns to his head Oh, what? And they're screaming at him, screaming at his wife, screaming, you know, telling him to get outside, get outside. And so he goes out, and he doesn't know what's going on. They're speaking in, you know, speaking in Taiwanese. I'm like, what the? Like, how do you, you know what the heck they were saying? That's scary because you're like, what are you freaking out? What are you telling? What are you yeah. saying? I don't what are you telling me? Yeah. So, all of a sudden, his buddy's out, and they said. And I guess they had an interpreter, and I said, "Whose whose figurines are those? Whose figurines are those?" And he was like, "I, I my buddies, I don't know." And they broke the figurine, and it had hash in it. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> so they immediately think that him and his friend are smuggling drugs. So he's like, "What?" The? And his friend brought those. He didn't know that. Yeah. He to jail. High prison oh. is the worst prison. Oh, yeah. Man. So they go to this high prison. His wife is distraught and she's like, We're gonna get out. And so he's like, I don't know. So they, <clears throat> they take him and put him in this polling cell and then they take him and put him in his room a few days later. And he's sitting in his chair. And his friend walks by unhandcuffed. Oh, it's like, hey, what? It's like well, he's like, oh, it's just a big mistake, right? Yeah, we're leaving. He's, he's like, we're leaving. He was like, your friend's leaving, and he's like, wait, what? I don't understand. And he said, well, the problem is, whenever we first booked you, they fingerprinted you both, but for some reason, your fingerprints were on his paperwork and his fingerprints were on yours. So they mixed the fingerprints 
with the paperwork. So he said, the problem is somebody has to go down for this crime because his fingerprints are in your paperwork. You would have been free. But because there was a mix-up, the court system wouldn't take that. So he's leaving, but you're going to have to do the time. Oh. And man, this dude flipped out. He got to a point where he was like, I'm going to act like I'm crazy. And if I act like I'm crazy, they're going to, he figured out that if they put him in a psych part of the prison, they have lack security. He can <laughs> I was like, oh man. So he was like acting crazy. He was not paying it. His wife would come to be visit him and he was just like not paying attention and eating bugs in front of her and you know, just acting weird and crazy. And eventually, like they were like, he needs to go to the psych part. So they sent him there and he devised a plan to get out. Him and a bunch of other prisoners. So his buddy came and he said, I'm gonna be on a bike outside that wall when you're running you jump over that wall and you hop on and we go so this was the buddy that that brought the drugs so he said okay let's do it so they figured out a way to do it he's like he's like he knew he was there he heard the honk he was like yes this is it this is my time so he runs gets on top of the roof of this place running 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 jumps to get to because he had to jump a few times and he jumped to go to this next level of the roof he was almost there and when he jumped he fell through the roof no way of this place and where he ended up falling into was the worst psych part of the building it was this place where these people are so deranged they don't even have windows and it's dark uh, and they're like cannibals in there and yeah I was oh like, oh. so he that happened so then they brought him back to the regular prison and so somebody he was talking to somebody and they were like we're gonna escape and he was like okay it's like i've been trying to get out of here forever his wife left him by the way i was like what the uh, oh, that's messed up. so so anyway he's like well let's get out of here so they devised a plan to get out. He got out. So he was like, yes. And so they, they dressed up like women. He was like, in order, to make, in order to make this work, I have to get rid of my facial hair. Because I couldn't shave in prison there. They didn't allow it. So in order to get rid of his facial hair, the guy that brought all the stuff for them to change, because there was a guy outside that gave him all the stuff didn't bring the razors so he had to pluck oh. His oh. so needless to say he that <laughs> that turned into a nightmare because he was doing it and then there's like just bleeding everywhere but so he starts to leave and he's in his dress and he's half hat it's, it's like half ass plug so I mean it's like <laughs> so, so all of a sudden he's, he's walking out and he's got he, he, they, they gave him a, like a bible okay, so he's walking out and he's 
got his fake passport and everything. And he's like, I'm going to do this. All he's wanting to do is get to the embassy. That's all he's trying to do. So, because once you get to the embassy, dude, they'll just, ex- they're just, they'll transfer you back to your country. Yeah. So, that's the cool part about being out of the country is like all you have to do is get to a U.S. embassy or, you know, European embassy or something. So, all of a sudden, he's like, I just got to get to the embassy. So, he's just trying to figure out a way to get there. And he's on this beach. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, shit. And there's two guards, two police officers, Thai, Thai police officers. And they're coming down. So he puts the Bible above his face so he can't see his face. And the guy, they walk by and the guy turns around and it's like whistles. And I'm like, oh, Uh-oh. not going to end well. And then he said, hey. And then he's like, oh my God, I have to, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know? And instead of turning around, he ran. <laughs> And all of a sudden, dude, he, bullets are flying. Like it's like they were like they were just shooting, and you could just see some bullets hitting the sand. And I was like, "Oh, oh dude, he is so screwed again!" And catch him, and they put him in jail. I was like, "Gosh, this oh, is the second time this dude has gotten caught." And so, at that point, his wife left him. It's nothing to do with him. He's just like, whatever. So this guy comes out of nowhere and starts beating him. And he didn't even care. He's like, whatever, I don't care. And he stabbed him. And it punctured his lung. And so he's just like, sitting on this Taiwan person bleeding out. Passes out. Well, actually, he dies. So then the dude wakes up in the morgue. The lady was about to embalm. She was about to do the, the cutting open and all that. I was like, um, the dude wakes up and she screams. She screams, dude. And all of a sudden, they, because they declared him dead, he's free. No. No way! They extradited him back to where his. I think he was from Australia, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And Allie and I were both like, "How is this guy alive?" <laughs> oh, that's insane! It's called uh, Capture Abroad. I'm gonna have to look it up on PlayStation View and see if I can find him because that sounds awesome. But he, 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 this was an older. I mean, it was the first season, maybe. But it was the most insane story. I thought it was fake. I was like, <laughs> That's bad luck, man. A movie. There's no way that's not a movie. It's, it's just so crazy. So it's just, I was like, this is insane. This dude was in a Taiwan prison for over 10 years. I was like, dang. I mean, and just like, how do you do that? And that's like the worst, man. I mean, those people, you're in there, they mix them. You're in there with murderers, you're in there with rapists, you're in there with whatever. You know? Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, that's crazy. Now, we're, I'm about to, we'll probably have to bounce off here in a second. But, yeah, man, when you watch that, when you watch that, uh, 
kidnapped in plain sight, you got to text me, call me, let me know, man, because uh, it's yeah. just stupid. Absolutely. I don't watch that. Um, All right. Well, uh, let me let you go. And uh, if you want, we can hop on that beta if it's downloaded. Yeah, I'll see if it's downloaded. It was taken forever. Um, or whichever. We can play Blackout. Whichever. Yeah. Okay, man. All right. I'll exit out here and then uh, I'll let you know when I'm ready. All right, man. All right, brother. Bye.